Welcome to the Overnight Website Podcast, where we discuss and demystify websites from the stuff you see, like design and content, to the stuff you don't, like accessibility and security. We talk about everything you need to know to keep your website running smoothly and make it work for you. When it's time to redo your website, you're going to want to make sure you do it right. There are so many things you need to keep in mind when making your own website or handling your own website updates. Accessibility, security, speed, SEO, user experience, strategy, the list is long and it goes on. So let's take the website as a whole and instead of creating a never-ending list of every mistake I've ever seen websites make, let's start with the five most common website issues that you can fix quickly and easily. It's always a good idea to start strong, so implementing these things at the start of a new website is the best time to do it. But you can also use this list to make changes to your existing website until you're ready to redo it. These are things that you can do yourself, that you can dive deeper into if you want, but they're straightforward enough to give you actionable things that you can do now, not vague general topics you should just keep in mind. The first thing I want to mention is something that's not always obvious. It's that there's no pathway or connection between pages. Before you do anything, you should create a website strategy, which will help you stay focused. It'll help your copy and pages stay cohesive. It'll help you keep your visitors knowledgeable about what you're offering and how you can help them. And it's going to keep that tricky homepage focused with the right message, one that's clear and effective. When you develop your website strategy, you can make decisions about the website as a whole, as well as different areas of the website. So for instance, a question you can ask yourself is, do you want the whole website to have a single main focus that either stays constant or changes over time? So do you want to have one thing throughout the entire website that you're sort of driving everything towards? Or would you rather have a more general approach to the website with a few different threads that run through it, depending on where people come from or what they're looking for? So if they're looking for information on one service, they're going to end up sort of taking a little bit of a, a path through a certain set of pages. And then if they're looking for a different service, they're going to end up going through a different set. And that's not to say that you don't link to the pages in your header or footer or that they can't access the other pages. It's just that you're sort of guiding the, the visitor through this journey that you set up for them. So once you've decided how you want your website to be organized, you're going to write that goal at the top of the page, write it on a sticky note, wherever you can see it while you're working. The good news is how you choose to move forward at this moment can always change. That's the beauty of websites. It's just that this is what you're going with. And so by writing it and referring back to it, you're going to stay focused. Then you're going to brainstorm the different ways that you can accomplish that goal that you've written. What kind of strategy will you need? Do you already have content that you'll use? You're going to outline how the pages will map together either with a sitemap or a mind map or putting sticky notes up on the wall, whatever is going to work for you. And then you're going to note the entry points and what the end goal should be and make sure that your pages address that start and end point as well as the different stops in the middle. All of this is to guide people towards doing the thing that you want them to do. And as you're linking your pages together, whether it's one main goal or different threads, don't be vague or stingy with your buttons. You don't want too much. Balance is always key. 
but you're going to make sure that when someone clicks a button, it goes to somewhere that they're expecting and that the button text tells them exactly what they'll find on the other side. The button should use specific words. Instead of click here, learn more, join now, whatever that you know vague thing is, the button is what calls that action out. That's why it's called a call to action. Whatever you want them to do, explain it in the button. You're going to use a color that stands out against the rest of your site, but doesn't distract. But don't make everything a button either. Just be smart about it. So next up, there's way too much going on. With it being easier and easier to build sites without technical knowledge, it's also that much easier to go a little crazy. You're going to need to go against your instincts and keep it simple. Put the text on the page first and then enhance it as necessary. So that doesn't mean, you know, a white page with black text. Give it some personality, but don't let website building intimidation hold you from putting your site out there. You have to make sure you're prioritizing what you're saying over how it looks. Using a background image can be a great way to add some visual interest, but you still need to be able to see and read all of the text. Text is going to wrap. So it's going to, which means it's going to go on different lines. So if you're using white text and there's a white part of the image that you're using, make sure that you can see the text at all times, you know, overlays and text shadows and different tricks that you can use are good ways to combat that, but it's just as important as your image choice. The temptation to throw in animations and fancy fonts will be huge. Don't add things because you think that's what makes it fancy. And it's important to stress this next point. Important text should never be animated and too much movement can be disorienting. If you're going to have animations, make sure that you check them on mobile because having boxes drop in from the top one at a time on desktop might seem fine. It might seem subtle, but having them drop in one at a time while you scroll down on mobile can be very dizzying and disorienting. Animation should enhance subtly. It should not be the star of the show unless you're creating some kind of experimental website. Keeping things simple should extend throughout your entire website, including your navigation. Have your most important items in your main website navigation and put the rest in the footer. You want to make it easy for people to find what they're looking for and take action, not overwhelm them and force them to make too many decisions. Now, once you've started putting things on the page, that's when you start to pay attention to this next thing, which is the spacing is off. When we talk about spacing, it's all encompassing. It's around sections, between lines of text, between paragraphs, your page width, even centering versus left or right aligning text. Letting your text breathe will go a long way to making it nicer to look at and making it feel more professional and put together. Too much space will leave the page feeling empty and not enough space will make everything feel cramped and, and hard to process. There's the concept referred to as white space, but it really just means proper spacing around elements where there's nothing but the background color. It doesn't have to be white. Um, this is just something to keep in mind when reviewing your pages. If things feel too close together, give them some space. Don't go crazy with it, but make sure it's there. The most important thing here is consistency. That brings us to our next point, which is issues with font and content. When deciding what fonts to use, choose an easy to read main font and then a complementary heading font if that's something you want to do. 
Choosing a fancy script font because it seems fun and on brand is fine, but it also needs to be readable. So if it is your brand, find the right places to use that font. Maybe it's one word in a heading that is an accent. So if somebody can't read that word, they can still get the gist of what you're saying. You can even have somebody create a custom font that's slightly more readable if it's that scripty font. So choose your main font, your heading font, and then a scripty accent font only if it's necessary. Too many fonts make the page too busy and hard to focus on. And then along with the type of font, you're going to need to choose your colors appropriately, not just when the text is over an image, but on all elements. Staying in line with keeping things simple, you're going to use colors purposefully. Use a color that's easy to read on the main content on your Back, main background color and then use a separate color for headings only if it makes sense and is still easy to read. You can use a different color for links but then you're also going to need some kind of visual indicator like an underline. Colors are great and there are certainly ways to incorporate a bunch of colors into a website design but you should only do that if you know what you're doing. When it comes to breaking up those that wall of text do that wisely as well. Definitely do it. Don't just leave giant paragraphs of text on a page because no one's going to read that at all. But choose your stock photos wisely and get them from an actual stock photo site, not Google. There's plenty of free options to choose from. It's always best to use your own images, but if you can't do that yet, find images that enhance your content and give some kind of visual representation. They're good quality, not overly cliche. You're not trying to distract from your message. You're trying to make it easier to read. And our last main issue is that it looks weird on smaller devices. Everything should be checked on as many devices as possible. But at the very least, take your browser window and make it different sizes to at least see how things shift. That's going to give you a general idea of, of what things look like on those different devices. Um, we share the link to our website on so many different platforms, and most of them are used on mobile devices. So that's where people are going to be coming from. You're going to want to see if things expand too far and create that horizontal scroll. So if something is like an image is bigger than the width of the page, when you try to scroll down to read the text, you could end up scrolling in a diagonal line if things aren't properly set up. Um, you're going to want to check to see if things are too small. So is, is the text really, really hard to read because it ended up being a tiny font size? Or are the headings too big and breaking up into too many words? Are the images showing up right? You need to make sure that you're checking every little thing that's on a website. If you are embedding something, like if you have a scheduler, for instance, and you're putting that on your website, you need to make sure that when you go to your website, that scheduler that you're embedding in the website also looks good on mobile, especially since you can't control it. You might have to then go talk to the, the platform that you're using to have them fix their issues. And speaking of social platforms, share your link in like a post or a comment whether it's hidden or whatever, you're going to want to make sure that it's pulling the right information and do this for a few different pages. This is called the metadata or, you know, the Facebook open graph data. There's like different names and ways to, to do this, but some platforms will show you what it'll look like when it's shared on social media. But 
there could still be a few issues, especially if you're relaunching or, you know, redoing your website, you're going to possibly need to refresh that with the individual social media companies. So you should do it at least once just to be safe. And if you don't specifically add content for social media platforms, they're going to pull whatever they want. So keep it going. You can do this. You know, a good rule of thumb is does this look weird? Check your site. Always check your site after you make a change. The most common issues pop up when you're making updates because you're in a different mindset. You know, you added alt tags to images when you first created the site, you made sure everything looked great. You, you know, everything was checked and then you launched, but then you added a blog post and you forgot to put, you know, an alt tag on that one image that you added last week. That's where the issues come from. You're not in the let's make everything great for launch mindset. You're in the let's publish this mindset. So you always need to check your site does it look weird? Every so often, check things on a on a pl- tablet, check things on a phone. Things just happen. That's the nature of websites. Maybe there's an update. Maybe a new phone came out. Whatever it is, just occasionally check your site. And then always improve your site. You're going to focus on the more, most important things first, you know, fix things that are broken, things that look weird, things that are easy to improve on. And then you're going to expand out to those additional things. Your site should be secure, accessible, pleasant to use on any device, get your point across and follow your branding guidelines. And this list that we've just gone over is going to get you started. If you've been feeling lost on how to create that dream website, that amazing website that you just love and love sending people to, pick up a free copy of the Ultimate Website Checklist at overnightwebsite.com slash checklist. It's going to walk you through the process of building your website so that it does what you want it to and guide you through some of those gotchas and highlighting the most important things you need to know and do. Overnight Website is a quick and easy way to get a hassle-free website built while you sleep. You have better things to do than plan, design, build, and launch a website. So give your audience exactly what they need when they need it with a targeted website. Whether it's putting up a new website or replacing that embarrassing one you already have, just get it done. You can learn more at overnightwebsite.com.